0: Without burning out, let's go. My guest today is Hillary De Caesar. Hillary is an award-winning entrepreneur, transformational coach, and CEO of the Relaunch Company. She's committed to helping women fire up possibilities mid-life, a time when most people try to bypass and instead. She helps them turn it into a time to focus on inspiring business ventures, having clarity in relationships, and also helps them understand how they are ultimately the creator of their purpose-aligned life and lifestyle. In this episode, we talk about how to stop living on autopilot, how to have optimal energy, and what's the key of energy alignment, and so much more. I aligned with Hillary on a lot of philosophies, perhaps because we are both adrenaline junkies. As you know, I'm a lover of scuba diving and Hillary has a slew of things that really juice her up too. So that's always super fun. In any event, I hope you enjoy this episode. So sit back and relax and enjoy the show. Hey, Hillary, thanks so much for being here. Welcome to the show. Ah, Casey, it's my pleasure. Awesome. So I am really excited for this conversation because as we were chatting off record, we have a lot in common and I would love to dive into how you help your clients live a life off of
1: autopilot. In order to not feel like that hamster that's like, wake up, doing the same all, same all. What we always talk about at the Relaunch Co., which is my company, is that Where can you spend time in your G zone, which is not just your genius zone, but that great zone, that place where you feel empowered, where you're in gratitude. It's like the levels of G, right? It's your G force. And when you get to the point where you've identified your G zone, then all of a sudden you don't feel like you're stuck you don't feel overwhelmed because you're doing what you're supposed to be doing and it's aligned with not only what your end result is, but it's also aligned with fulfillment and being able to have the two in parallel actually matter because how many of us get to an end point and we're like, all right, great. We achieve that. And yet there's this sense of like, huh, okay, now what, right? And you're just, you move on so fast. And if you focus in the G zone, then all of a sudden you're like, okay, wait a second. I'm fulfilled as I'm going through it.
0: So I have a question for you. It seems like you help people that are maybe over 50 after they've had like a successful business, life, career, whatever. And this is like maybe their second opportunity to relaunch into the second half of their life. And I'm really curious because many of us do fulfill all of these roles of what we were meant to be, what we're supposed to do, how to be the great mom, wife, you know, whatever, add the fill in the blank. What if we become so disconnected from our identity entity that we don't even have a clue what our g-zone is so first
1: off i've got to step back because i deal with people in their mid zone all right and these days midlife has now been defined as age 35 to 65 Is that crazy? (laughs) But if you look at the average lifespan is roughly around 78 to 80 years old, all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh. So we've got people that are relaunching themselves that are coming right out of college that are trying to figure out like what's next. We've got people in the thirties, forties, fifties, sixties. even got people in their seventies that are trying to relaunch and as you said about identity, I think that what happens is this crazy notion that people are going through midlife crises when they don't know, you know who they are. It's really that they're going through an identity crisis. Mm-hmm. That's what it really stems down to. And when I think about helping people try to move into that next phase in whatever age you are, it's about trying to connect to the point as I opened up at the very beginning, you know, your G zone and when you can actually do that and understand that you can, you can be happy, you can be fulfilled. It is not like you're in the mid zone and it's fait accompli and you're done and it's over and this is just the way it has to be. It just is. I hear that a lot from people coming and being like, you know, it just is right. This is just the way it's. it has to be and it doesn't. And it doesn't at all. And as soon as you start to look at your identity and you say, all right, what would the identity of the person that I really ultimately want to be in a relationship, in a business with myself, how do I then need to act? How do I need to show up? And that's where you can really go back to the understanding of like, get to the place where in order to find out your true G zone, it's what do people say about you? What compliments do you get when you are doing this? Do you, do you even notice time? To you even notice like things that are going on around you? Could you do this for hours upon hours or, you know, do you need a break right away? Usually if you need a break right away, you're not in the G zone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny because I love music, but I can always tell if I'm using it to prod me along through a task. Versus like motivation, like there's little signs that come up, you know, when you actually need something to like drag you through to the finish line versus like, Hey, this is awesome, flowing, easy. And I really think that that's important. What's a small step that someone can take to reignite
1: that interest in their own life in their own identity? So in order to really have that first step, right, you have to understand that there is this concept of a formula of change. And yeah, there actually is a formula. And when you look at the formula and you think about what is dissatisfying you in your life, what is it? What is it that you're kind of like, if only I could change this. And then you multiply that. So imagine that's your dissatisfaction. So that's the D and you multiply that by what is the vision of what you ultimately want? What do you really want in your life? What if if I could give you this like awesome wand and like wave it over your head? What would you say you want in your relationship? What do you want in your business? What do you want within yourself? And look at what you're dissatisfied with and look at the opposite of what would make you truly happy. And then the key component here is you need to identify not a huge step. We're talking about compound interest, Mm -hmm. one small, small step that you could take today, one, and it can be like as miniature as possible, the tiniest of tiny habits and do that one thing to move your vision forward. People get overwhelmed when they think about, all right, well, how am I ever going to get my business to six figures, seven figures, eight figures, right? It's overwhelming. It's like, oh my gosh, there's so many things. But what is one thing that you could do right now that if you did that today and you did one more thing tomorrow... And then the next day and in 365 days, how many things will you have accomplished? And again, that's where this, you know, eighth wonder of the world, as Einstein said, compound interest, Mm -hmm. everything grows on top of each other. And so the way I look at all of the formula of change is as long as you can continue to do that one small step. And so in the morning for people that are truly stuck, truly overwhelmed, do that one thing. And when you do that, you have now started momentum and you cannot be stuck at the same time there is momentum.
0: Absolutely. I'm I'm a fan. You're speaking my language. I love compound interest and in that regard as well. It's so powerful. So I'm right on the same page as that. I'm curious, what if the individual, it's more of an emotional holdback. It's not a tactical strategy. It's not something that we're trying to chunk down a task and chip away at, which I am a fan of that. But what if it's an emotional holdback? They're clear on what they want, but something is keeping them from standing in their power and being grounded and giving themselves permission to say, yes, I deserve this?
1: Ooh, favorite question of all. So I call them bugs, belief underground surfacing. And have you ever had this happen where you're so close to a goal And then somehow you sabotage it and you go right back and you don't accomplish it. And you kick yourself and you're like, why did this happen again? This always happens to me. And so that would be you've got good beliefs in your belief system, and you've got those limiting beliefs. And when you are not getting to the point where you're reaching your results that you're going for, we call them relaunch results. Then we know that there is absolutely a bug that is coming up. Hmm. And when you have a bug, what we have is a belief blaster, right? If you've got that one ant that shows up on your kitchen counter in the <laughs> evening and you don't take care of it. And what happens in the morning? You've got those black strips all over and you're like, you know, it's infestation. Well, that's actually what's happening with your, I geek out on the whole neuroscience. I've been doing this for over 10 years. It all started in college with taking psychology and becoming a, uh, you know, my major was in psych. And so I'm like, oh, give me more of this, give me more of this, which turned into this passion and turned into certifications and this and that around neuroscience. And the misleading information out there is that, oh, just think it, just keep thinking positive thoughts and you'll be able to break through your limiting beliefs. Never is going to happen. And it will definitely not happen in 21 days because (laughs) your brain is not wired that way. So as these thoughts come up, that why can't I do this? Why can't, why am I still not being able to get past six figures? Why is this happening in my business? Why can't I ever land those big, great, awesome clients? It's your bugs. And so you gotta take it through the belief blaster method. And it is a, it's a series of five stages that we take you through and each one digs in and then you come out with rewiring it But here is this like catch all. I want everyone to be like listening to this one. It's going to take 62 to 67 days Mm -hmm. before it actually becomes this new neural highway, this new habit that's going to be repeated, this new belief that's actually positive. That's when you start to see significant change again.
0: That makes so much sense. And I feel that in our society where instant gratification is bumped up more than ever, and you're right, there's some of the sexy marketing things of like seven days, 21 days, and it's, you know, we are looking for results yesterday. And so those things are really like shiny objects. It's like, oh boy, I can be out of pain in a snap. But when you think about the number of times we've had those negative beliefs or those ants, those automatic negative thoughts running through our brain, it's years. So 60 days, like two months in the big scheme is absolutely nothing for the trade-off. So that makes a lot of sense. I think it allows us to just lean in that it's going to be a process. And if it's going to have worthwhile results, it's not going to be a lickety split thing. So I'm happy that you brought that up. I'm very curious because I was tooling around your website and I saw that you help people with life and relationships. And what really came up is as women are starting to up level and they're starting to really change their paradigm and put down some boundaries and things of that nature. What I see a lot of is it starts to bring some relationship upheaval as well. And you're starting to look at your partner maybe through different lenses. And I'm just wondering how you help clients navigate that up-leveling process
1: when it starts to encroach into their love life. And it's not just the people who have relationships. It's the people that have decided to put their career first. And that now's the time all of a sudden they're like, okay, I'm kind of ready now to have a relationship. And so the reason that I incorporate in not only business not only this concept of like, let's, you know, let's up-level your business, but it has to be also up-leveling yourself and up-leveling your relationships. And what really is significant in terms of your business and your relationships? And again, it's not just the relationship, the romantic ones, it's the family relationships. It's the relationships you have with your coworkers. And so what we really focus on there again, is looking at... At it in its entirety, looking at it from the point of you don't have to compromise to have a lifestyle for success. Most people, you know, as women were taught that you've got to focus in on like one area and one area only. And when you get good at that, then start working on the other, then start working on the other. And what happens is you end up like not really having greatness in any of the areas because you have guilt, you have shame, you have this blaming of yourself, you have the self-sabotage that then happens. So what we want to be able to do is first and foremost, acknowledge the fact that I do want it all and I can have it all. I absolutely can relaunch myself in all areas at the same time. I don't have to give up one just to have another.
0: And how do you prevent overwhelm if we go into it with the intention of up-leveling
1: several areas of our life simultaneously. Okay, you can't do big, gigantic steps, but if you did that one small and you were moving things forward, it goes back to compound interest. But what I really wanna say also is imagine, what happens, and this happens, I mean, 99.9% of the time when somebody comes in, let's say, to my fired up entrepreneur business program. And within the first month, we're so focused on making sure that you've got the mindset, but it's not just the mindset for business, it's the mindset for success. Mm-hmm. And then you realize wait, success is not, it is not just success in business, it is success in having an awesome relationship with your significant other or bringing one in, being able at that point to declutter your brain, your mind so that you have room and space for this. And what's interesting is people come in and they always are like, well, this could take a lot longer to, you know, if I'm working on this and I'm working on that, but what happens Is when you and I always say, don't try to go out and find like minded people, because that means that you're all sharing those, you know, potentially limiting beliefs. You're all like in the same cage together. I want you to go out and find like minded energy. Mm, Nice. happens is when you start to put out this certain type of energy in your business, it actually, the universe doesn't know the difference between, Hey, we're now working on your business and we're now working on the relationships and we're now working on yourself. It wants to give you everything. It's not delineating. Oh, wait, this is now when we're talking about romantic relationships. This is now when we're talking about your relationship with yourself. This is now what we're talking about relationship with business. It's all one in the same.
0: Absolutely. I love that. It just brings to mind like the Russian dolls, you know, where the they nest inside each other. And that's like us as multifaceted, layered beings. So it is truly, we are going to attract that life begets like energy. So it's kind of exciting because you can go the little by little day by day, which is a part of it. That's like one fork. But then you can also have quantum leaps simultaneously. That's the exciting part.
1: Oh, no doubt. And so I have, I always call it the model three H when you can go out of just thinking in your head and having everything be led by your thoughts, right? I want you to get to the point where you're actually using the model three H, which is going from the heart to the head, to the higher self. Nice. And it's like, I think of it like a figure eight. And as you just said, figure eight, it can slow down a little, but then it can speed up. It's like, you know, there's different ways. And when you think about a figure skater and they're doing that circle where they go really fast and then they come out of it and they go slower and then they spin up again. And it's like, that's what happens when you start to understand how you can utilize that How are your emotions helping you? How is your intuition helping you? How can you, how can you lean more into it? How can you increase it? How can you, people, some people who have this great intuition and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't have that. Oh yeah, you do. You do have it. Just like you have the ability, what may be missing outside of everything are, are the, you know, the logical steps. All right. Logical steps are easy to come by. And you can learn them.
0: Absolutely. You can learn them. You can't manufacture intuition. You just need to, like you said, lean into it. But you can certainly and we all have learn it. New skills. And we
1: all have it. And there's a yeah. way to literally like think of it like tapping into a keg. You, know, you put that tap in there and it just flows. And that's what you can do with your intuition. If you know how to tap into it, if you know, if you want to start, lean, you know, it's interesting because men call it, trust my gut. Mm-hmm. Women call it, oh, it's my intuition. Mm-hmm. It's the same. It's all one and the same, but you have to get tapped into the source because when you do, oh my gosh, talk about like, you're not like just thinking from your head anymore, that prefrontal cortex, you're starting to encompass everything. And it's, that's when you're like, oh my gosh you actually have the knowledge inside of you.
0: Yeah, I love that. I'm, again, a big fan of utilizing the brain cells in our belly. It absolutely bypasses all of that kind of critical thinking and mental gremlins. And once we shift over, it's almost like keto in a way, right? Like we're shifting different sources of how we run. And so when we can start running on that gut instinct, you're going to see some really positive shifts and transformations. So that's exciting. I'm wondering how you personally keep your energy at an optimal state.
1: Well, I have a morning routine that I would not like ever not do. It's so powerful for me. It literally starts me off because you have to remember when you go to sleep, your subconscious is going to give you things that you don't even want, right? You wake up sometimes and you've had like a restless night, you've had bad dreams and you want to make sure that you're not bringing that into your day. So you've got to do this like reset and it's actually part of the relaunch method. We have a reset where you have to sit there and say, all right, what do you want today? Because remember, your thoughts are going to create your reality. So I go through a portion of my morning where I am literally tuning my brain for success for the day, which I love. It's like, it's it's tuning forks. You know, when you hit one tuning fork and then the other tunes to it, it's like, I've got this you know, process now and it's like, Ooh, it just feels good. Like I could stay in this state for as, for as long. I could go all day, but I'm like, Oh, I only can do it for this amount of time today. And then I make sure there's studies done now that if you drink and it's anywhere from 24 to 36 ounces of water before you actually even get up you have it next to your bed you plan for it in the evening and it literally like flushes you now granted however whatever your size is know your body like if i drank 36 ounce i'd be like waterlogged but (laughs) i know i know for me about 25 26 is awesome and then you don't drink anything else for 30 to 40 minutes which means you do it right away and then you go about your your business and your whatever you're going to be doing and then you have your coffee or your tea but you let that just flush and I think of it as I'm drinking the water going into my body it's energy right everything is energy so I am grateful that I have this energy that's filling me up it's like going and you know filling up your car with gas I'm filling myself up and so it's my mindset of what I'm going to accomplish and and i always do my three like what do i want to call them rocket goals what are my three rocket goals for the day and they always map to what ultimately i'm going for for the week and so it just helps me feel one fulfilled because i can accomplish three things if i don't put those out there i am sure a lot of people can relate to this you get through the day and you're like i didn't do anything like what did i do i but this way I'm like, ooh, and I try to do those three things as early as possible in the day so that I'm like, I'm running around feeling accomplished already.
0: Beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing. One, you just gave away the secret of your radiant skin because our listeners can't see you, but you have beautiful skin. So it must be that hydration. So that's a really great secret. And also leaving that spacer in between so the water can just thoroughly hydrate and do its magic internally. Such a great tip. I love that. I'm curious about your core system. Commitment, opportunity, results, and energy. And you've got a lot of cool little names and acronyms, but that one in particular,
1: I was wondering if you could just run through those four pillars. Absolutely. So when you think about the foundation of everything, business, relationships, self, you have to have a solid foundation or what happens? Cracks develop. And what do we all do? When cracks develop, think about wrinkles on our face. We like slather on, you know, whatever we can to avoid those cracks. And then you take your makeup off at the end of the day and lo and behold, they're still there, right? Well, what happens in your business, let's just stick with that one for right now is things will happen. Cracks will occur. And if you just continue to keep like, oh, throwing things in there, throwing things. You will never have a solid foundation to grow that multi-million dollar business you want to grow. So core, what we always talk about is consistency and that's consistency on why are you doing it? what is the value for your client? What is the ideal client you're actually going? I mean, the niches and the riches or the riches and the niches. It is so true. The more you can niche, niche, niche. And so we talk about showing up consistently. Consistency is key to everything. And so there's like different levels there. Then you go into the O and this is all around. We have to be working on our business, not just in our business. And so instead of the to-do list that, you know, Hey, do your three, but there's also the to-done list. What is the to-done list that you absolutely want to take place and have done to prioritize what is actually going to create revenue, Mm -hmm. profitability, That's where as a savvy, smart CEO, you have to be thinking always about you didn't create this business to be in the grind, right? You want to make money, you want to keep money, and you want to ignite it as your business grows. Mm -hmm. And so when you get into R, that's the results section that is all around. There are way too many limiting beliefs with women that say, we are not mathematicians. We don't know that. I don't really understand finance. I don't really understand this. And I got to say, in order to be a smart, savvy CEO, you got to have sexy spreadsheets. You got to understand those things are like your or gold goldmine—that you have to understand it. So we go through the idea of how do you actually, in incremental ways, increase lead generation, marketing, conversion, the profit margin, all of these areas, and even by the smallest little like step. And we give like we have I think seventy-five in each category. You can increase your overall company, not just like oh hey, if I do this by. 10%. I'm not going to just increase it by 10. In some ways it could be 67%. And then you add that to the next month and it just grows. And then E, as I mentioned, energy is all about like-minded energy. Mm-hmm. I am like so vehemently opposed to all of these people. And I just need to find my peeps. I just need to find, you know, this like-minded, like-minded people. No, no, Find like-minded energy because that will elevate you. Yeah. That will like, oh, it will make all the difference if you are surrounded by people that are operating at that level it will up-level you. It will Absolutely.
0: It's that compound interest that you said again. It's like the kindling is just reigniting and making it bigger and hotter and more exciting. And you just motivate and inspire one another. So thank you so much for explaining those levels. It's really exciting. I think that the R piece is something that I specifically see as a big gap. For female entrepreneurs looking to bust through their own self-imposed glass ceiling, we need to learn to fall in love with the metrics and not be afraid of it, and dissolve those old limiting beliefs—those beliefs that are longstanding—that the math isn't something we need to do or want to do, or like we can outsource it. Like you know, it's we can't ignore it anymore. You know, like it's a real crucial piece. So I'm sure that. But it's also
1: easy. These formulas are not hard. What you're doing with your business, there's far more challenging. We just haven't either, A, taken the courses, right? We haven't gone and done a bunch of the business courses. We don't have our MBAs. We want to make sure that we understand enough. We understand the foundation. And then once you understand the foundation, great. As you scale, hire the people to you know help, but always be a part of your finances.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Once you bust through that block, you don't have to ever go backwards. It's just reducing any fear that you have around that, that specific topic. So that's
1: amazing. How can people learn more about you? They can go to the relaunchco.com and it has everything there. It has some free, awesome, like how to get unstuck in seven days, seven minutes a day, lots of good stuff. Oh,
0: cool. Awesome. I will absolutely make sure to put the link in the show notes. And Hillary, this has been really fun. I would love it if you could leave us with some Additional bright light wisdom as we wrap.
1: Oh, I'd love to. So I want everyone to realize that it's never too late to have a relaunch. And the only thing like between you and this amazing relaunch is you taking the first step to say, you know what? It is my time. There is a powerhouse of possibilities within you. It's time to tap into it. Life is way too short. I just lost my mom over a year ago. It's way too short to wait. Yeah, that's so beautiful.
0: So well said. Trust yourself and just take that first micro action. I love it. That's awesome. Thank you so much for being here. Until we meet again, my friend, breathe joy.
1: Casey, thanks so much. Thank you.
0: I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm going to start sharing some listener feedback and Jody Amon shared, Casey is a joy. When you are a joy, you bring out the joy in others. Casey does this for her interviewees. So you get to see the real women and go on their journey with them. Five stars for this podcast. Thank you so much, Jody. I appreciate you. I appreciate everyone that listens to the show. And if you'd like to leave a rating, please head over to lovethepodcast.com slash Brilliance. That's lovethepodcast.com slash brilliance.